Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What you trying to be? The queen of the pond. E3 radio, the real and the top. Hologram song, frequency gum. Locked with the Q crew and Anna Deshaun. Been in on your ear? Who you want to hear? Um, Howard Brown 
just opened up another facility over in High Park. They continue to expand on the south side of Chicago. And then we also have that Governor Rauner actually signed a bill today um, keeping abortion legal in the state of Illinois, which I am completely surprised about. Like, I don't even know how to comprehend that he actually signed that bill. So we got those what? four. That happened. We got those four. So you are, I mean, or do you have anything else that could be on the list for uh, Nothing that is as interesting as the topics that you've already put out there. What, what you got, Gay? Anything else? Oh, no, I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. So which one do we want to, which, which, what we're going for first? Hmm. Let's talk about the football players taking in it. Let's talk about that. So I know y'all already know the this, this story about the NFL players. Colin Kaepernick kicked this off last season, right? Um, talking about, okay, the right and the conservatives believe, right, disrespectful to the flag, it's disrespectful to the American people, that um, he would do his silent protest as NFL players talking about, like, representing that Black Lives Matter, that police brutality is inhumane. That what is happening to black people in this country is deplorable, and so he he was making a statement by not standing right, um, and it eventually equated to him not getting a job, mm-hmm. right? There are plenty of terrible quarterbacks that have contracts right now, and Colin Kaepernick is not one of them, and he is not a terrible quarterback. He had a bad season. He took a team to the playoffs just two, three years ago, tip top of shape, but he doesn't have a job. So what that has equated to is people protesting, watching the NFL. I have. I have not watched a game. It has been driving me insane. I have not watched a game. It's very hard for me on Sundays and Mondays. I know it is. I have not watched football, basketball. I'm a sports fanatic. Baseball. You feel me? Don't want to? You feel me? It has been a struggle, G. But... But at the end of the day, it's more of a struggle for a man where your body is your business absolutely. to not have a job. Right. Absolutely. And he stood up for something that I absolutely 150, 200, 300% believe in. And it's extremely hard for those folks to actually take a stand. So I'm standing with him, even though it's really hard. I catch the highlights, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh-oh. Some people have said that catching the highlights is also the clue. But Sports Center always going to get my rating. But the NFL is not going to get my ratings on Fox and CBS. So I think it's two different things. I think it's two different things. I think we're splitting hairs. But however, I mean, some people have really drawn a line with that. But now other NFL players have taken a stand. They were standing like arm in arm. Some people didn't come out of the, the tunnel during the games on Sunday at all during the national anthem. It made the uh, cover, I think, of uh, Sports Illustrated. It was not but they did not include Colin Kaepernick on that cover. Mm. So they shade. <clears throat> yeah, that was shade. They shade. It was not just the uh, players, but it was also some owners mm-hmm. as well, which I was very surprised about. So if you all are familiar um, with the owner of the New England Patriots, hey, Nikki. who is an, a supporter of Donald Trump himself, came out against it still with the players on the sideline mm-hmm. during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do y'all got? What do y'all think about this? So I do have something to say. Come on, go now through that. Because yeah, where were the owners when Colin Kaepernick? Come on, mm-hmm. they weren't there. No, they weren't. But you must understand that Colin Kaepernick, he was at that time, he was the one that set the standard. He he set the stage. So at that point, he was rebelling because he was the only one that did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them, of course, I mean, it's a foreign thing. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Like, what? And I'm pretty sure that, you know, I don't think that he had a conversation with the owners and said, hey, I'm not going to kneel. I'm, I'm not going to uh, stand during the time of the uh, the national anthem. I'm, I'm going to take a knee. I don't think he had that conversation. I think for him, that was, it was just a um, an impromptu kind of thing, and he felt it, it, it was a passionate thing, and he felt it at that moment, and that's exactly what he did. I don't think it was a, a thought process where he just kind of, he processed it and, and thought about this for weeks and, and days at a time and said, this is what I'm going to do on this day. Right, right. And it's something beautiful, but Absolutely. he is out, unfortunately, the martyr for this cause. 
it's, it's unfortunate. It is. It is unfortunate. Um, but the part that got me, and I don't know whether you, you heard that, Anna, is that um, direct people who direct TV came out to say that they were reimbursing their direct TV uh, customers mm-hmm. for that because they, they, they stood totally against it. What they said was, we apologize for the inconvenience that that may have caused you, and for that reason, we are reimbursing you uh, for that day of that service. You know, I haven't heard one NFL player say that they are doing this because it's it's about the flag or it's about right. disrespecting veterans. It's not about that. It's using right. mm-hmm. this instance as a vehicle, as a voice for for something that is has been going on for far too long. And so I think as an athlete, the ability to put yourself out there is is something that you should be able to do and, and not have to worry about repercussions you have a stage use it so here's my thing if we actually dissect the song in itself and somebody had made a very good point about it they had said first of all i'm not disrespecting my country Mm -hmm. i stood still in honor of um but if you listen to the song uh bombs bursting in air that's talking about why would i want to honor and salute bombs bursting that means you're you're getting ready you're bombing a country um, so he literally like kind of broke down the song in itself and it was funny. He was like, I didn't do it. You know, they didn't do anything wrong. Um, we still, they still stood there and they honored, they stood up, you know, they could have necessarily, they, they were still in, in solidarity and, and to be perfectly honest, isn't that what that was about? Isn't, when you do the national anthem, you come, you sit, you either stand, you stand in silence, salute, hand over heart. And you look at the flag. Isn't that what that's about? And isn't that what they did? They're, they're doing it. They're doing it their way. And people are very happy about that. Um, no, because people are happy about the potential. Well, first off, it's about the owner. Right? It's always about the 1%. <laughs> I don't think the, I think there's a lot of people that may have had an issue with it. But at the end of the day, this is about the owners. They are the ones that are actually in control here. And they are a part of the 1%. People that own NFL teams have millions and Absolutely. maybe even billions yeah. in some cases of wealth. Absolutely. And so the issues that Colin Kaepernick are talking about do not affect these people. No. It's not on their radar. No. It's not something I have to deal with. I get on my private jet. I fly to my private island. I show up Absolutely. at a game and I go home and I have a wonderful life. I don't have to think about poor people. So government, uh-huh. government is not set up to talk or deal with poor people. We talk about middle-class people. Um, government talks about working-class people. Government does not know how to really fix the poor people issue within capitalism. Mm-hmm. And so the NFL, this is just, I think, an extension of a large issue in dealing with economics in this country and social economics. And Colin Kaepernick took a stand that no one – so, for example, we look back at, like, the 1960, maybe four, I think it was, like, five photo of, like, the guys that won the – um, gold medal in the Olympics, right? And they're going like this. Mm-hmm. And we look at it like, damn, that was amazing. But we really don't understand the scope of what they did at that moment because we weren't there. Mm-hmm. Like, that isn't like what Colin did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when people look back, you know, 20 years later, he is going to be a hero. Yeah. But today, just like them, they got their medals stripped away. Mm-hmm. Those athletes, That's right. they don't, they, ne- yeah, they, they were blacklisted. Um, as athletes because they did that. Looking back on it, they're heroes. And I think that, unfortunately, because he was the first one to do it, he is a martyr, and he's going to be blacklisted, and I hope he gets a job and don't got to pay him like a, I don't know, the NFL D-League when he's like an A-League quarterback just to make money. Because I don't even know. Did he even finish school? I don't know. I mean, what do you fall back on? Coaching? I don't know. Or or you become a commentator for ESPN. If they want you. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I would think because it would cause some kind of of controversy and it's still still a hot topic, hot conversation. Um, I think it would be a problem. I think that that, uh, that they would take it. We would like to think so. This is also a multi-million dollar, billion dollar corporation. Owned by ABC. Yeah. He should start practicing his uh his pitch then. Yeah, yeah, he should. I I don't know who 
his talent agent is. Right? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> need to follow him. He's an agent. Right. Family, what do y'all think about the NFL uh, issue? Oh, people uh, people are chiming in here on the oh, Facebook damn. about whether they think Mary Jane should be legal. We're going to look at them later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, family, what are y'all thinking about the NFL issue? Uh, what do y'all think about Colin Kaepernick? I think it was really shade, shade, petty that they left him off the cover of that. Yes, issue. Yeah, so, right. so let's slide into the Chicago. Let's bring that home to Chicago. Uh huh. So, did you see yeah. where the uh, activist went into a police station and she had asked these asked the police officers some questions like, you know, uh, do you are you know, are you for, you know, equality? Do you believe in uh, police brutality, all this other stuff? So at that point in time, she and them, they kneeled. Mm-hmm. And someone took, and they took a photo, and, of course, mm-hmm. they posted it. So now they are being reprimanded. Really? They are. They're being reprimanded. And Mayor Daley went on, I mean, not Mayor Daley, Jesus Christ, uh, Rom went on television to say that, he is in favor of the reprimand of the officers. He said, really? although he, although he don't, he does not disagree of what they did. He said it's different from the football players honoring and doing that, you know, in their uniform versus police officers doing it in a uniform where the public is paying you. The public pays your salary, so there's a difference. You can't do that in in, in a public. In your, in your uniform. You needed to be off uniform, out of uniform. The, but he said the great thing is, one good thing out of that is that the young lady felt comfortable to go into a police station to be able to ask that question. So we're making progress. Interesting. Mm, sounds dangerous. Hmm. Public dollars in the NFL. I don't think all NFL teams, though, are public. Um, I think they're yeah, I don't think that's the case in all scenarios, oh, for right, sure. Certainly not. Most of them are private money, private money. Uh, for a good reason. Well, he was saying, didn't understand it, he was saying because police officers are civil servants that represent or that protect, serve and protect the common person, and that common person, a, common, a taxpayer is paying their salary, then your public views or your political or religious views is not something that you need to express while you're in uniform. Although, is it such a uh, a bad thing no. to just kneel and to support something no. that's good? And that's I would have thought just and what, I, I would have thought with all of the negative press that Chicago has had thus far because of the crime rate, because of the police brutality, because of everything that's going on, to have a activist go in there and they all kneel together in solidarity. I would think that you should at that particular point, they weren't saying the national anthem wasn't playing at that time. They just did that in support of Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. I would think that the mayor would stand behind them and say, you know what, I support that. No. No, 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 no. I wonder what the reprimand will be. Oh, the reprimand is that they uh, will be suspended with no pay. Getting into their checkbooks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's where it hurts. Petty. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know what the length of time of suspension is, but it will be with no pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the political move. And mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's what we're all fighting against is the politics of it, right? Mm-hmm. The status quo of what you're quote unquote supposed to do or how you're supposed to go about things. And I think that um and we can sort of wrap this and maybe go to another topic. I don't even want to go to I don't even want to go to no music. I just want to get right into the topic tonight. Um is that we have to think back and sort of take what even like a Dr. King, like we always think like Malcolm X was like the radical one. Right. And he was. He just had a different point of view. But King wasn't a liked person. Mm-hmm. He wasn't no. an older person. No. He was like a thirty something year old radical dude Absolutely. who a lot of people hated. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of shit that people did not like. Mm-hmm. And the moment he started talking about the economics of it all is really when he was killed. Right. When he was just talking about black folks and getting black folks free, that was one thing. When you start talking, when he started talking about how the war was wrong, how Vietnam was not right, and how there needed to be economic equity 
that's when white folks really got mad. Oh, and, absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, it's been going on in politics since the beginning, especially around that time, Yeah. Um, using these scare tactics, using drugs um, mm-hmm. to keep keep black and brown people down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Nixon's aide yeah. um, came out and said, look, we knew what we were doing when we instilled the war on drugs. We knew that if we put, mm-hmm. if we let heroin consume the streets, all, all of those problems will be eliminate themselves. And if mm-hmm. we let marijuana, if we arrest people for marijuana, no one's going to be against Vietnam. They said that. They go, mm-hmm. did we know the war on drugs was wrong? Yes. Did we do it anyway? Yes. And it's a, it's, mm-hmm. You have to be careful once you start, um, you know, polit- the politics of things can really uh, affect you. It can change your, change your course of, your, of, of history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why they get in power. Absolutely. You know, people who run in, like, political campaigns, they're not doing it for the money. They're doing it for the power. Absolutely. Right? Politicians don't get paid. It's when, when politicians get into trouble, when they start hanging around other people who are not only powerful but have money, and then they want the money. Mm-hmm. Like, you can look up any public official's salary, mm-hmm. right? Older people, state reps, none of them make over, like, $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Like, none of them, right? And so they fiend for that type of power to be able to affect people's lives. And so if you're sitting at home and you don't understand how that works or how that happens, I'm just going to need you to wake up. <laughs> I'm just going to need you to wake up. Forget stay woke. With Fuck stay woke. Just wake up uh, with the quickness. And so let's get into this conversation, talking about politics and Mary Jane, mm. the marijuana of it all. It's a beautiful thing. It's a medicine, guys. Oh, man. Hey, what up, y'all? I need y'all to give us some hearts. Give us some hearts. We like hearts. Yeah, we like hearts. Right. Yeah, we like likes, thumbs up. We like shares. Y'all need to share this video. Absolutely. We have Gabe from the Mission, right? Mission, Illinois. Mission, Illinois, located on 85th and Commercial South. That's right. Did y'all know this was a dispensary on the South Side? You know what? I didn't know until we talked about it a couple of shows ago. I was just like, what? I was so glad. So big ups to Anthony Galloway, actually, for putting on uh, Chicago Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit Chicago, that I was at, where I got to meet Gabe and Allison from Mission, Illinois. And Allison hit me up. She's like, Anna, you said you could be a Dell show? I was like, you're right. I'm so glad you reached out to me. Let's make this happen. And so I'm really glad you're here tonight. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so let's talk about this. Like, so let's start in the beginning. Can you tell people first about the mission? Yeah. Who is the mission? What is the mission? So, you know, this law got passed in uh, 2014 is when we, we started applying for these, these licenses. And um, 2015, early 2015, we got this license and we got a dispensary license on the city's south side. And mm-hmm. after moving around multiple locations, trying to figure out, um, first of all, the politics of it, if you talk about politics, <laughs> all the mm. politics, Chicago zoning board, don't even get started. Mm. Long story short, after um, two other locations, we finally found um, a home uh, in the 10th Ward with Alderman Garza. Props to you. Thank you very much. Mm. And she championed our cause, and we were able to open up. We opened up our doors uh, the 5th of July, mm. and we've been seeing patients uh, since. And it's, <laughs> been, it's been a beautiful thing, hearing the, the patients' stories of how it's very much helping them fight a bunch of conditions that their doctors have given them multiple different prescriptions and painkillers mm-hmm. for, yeah. and getting off of those, reducing those, increasing quality of life. It's a beautiful thing. And so I'm excited to be here and to share this information. One, that it's legal here in Illinois. You know, we uh, get a lot of people who don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's legal. It's medical. Um, we're here on the city south side. We're the only dispensary, really, that is serving this community. And we did that on purpose. We applied for this reason. And it's, it's the beginning of a long and beautiful journey. And I can't wait to do it. And I can't wait to share it with you guys and with everyone on the city south side. Yeah, well, I was trying to get a job. I ain't going to lie. I was just trying to be there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, you know, there's I opportunities. There's right. opportunities. Even if it's not a job, there's opportunities to get involved in the community. Uh, there are really good groups out there. There's a group called Normal, which is the National Organization for Reform of Marijuana Laws. Mm-hmm. We just started a Chicago chapter. Um, if you ever wanted just the chance to talk and to be inside of a community of like-minded individuals who are looking to reform, 
cannabis laws to improve social justice, uh, this, that's it. And so uh, there are a lot of different ways to get involved. Being a patient is one of them. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It really does give an increase in quality of life uh, that not a lot of things can, and it's natural. And if, if you can't be a patient, be an advocate. You know, talk to people about cannabis. That's what I try to do. I try to talk to as many people as I can because there's a lot of myths and incorrect things. And if we just kind of talk it out, truth will, truth will come out, which is always good to be on the side of truth. It is. So let's start with some truth. So what kind of conditions can Mary Jane actually help with? Like my headaches? Yes, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Migraines is a condition that's been uh, recommended to be added to Illinois' um, to Illinois' list of conditions. Mm-hmm. However, it's been denied multiple times. Rauner is uh, the one that kind of guards the the <laughs> okay. list of conditions, and so he's kind of denied that a few times. But yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest thing that it helps with is pain. I mean, mm-hmm. all general types of pain, and then it goes into so many different things. I mean. Cancer, it, yeah, it helps with lupus, fibromyalgia, PTSD, talking to vets and hearing their stories and how this really helps them mm. is one of, the, one of the more beautiful things that I get to listen to. Mm. Um, and it's a multitude of different, different ailments. Wow. And it's about just figuring out uh, how and in what capacity can cannabis help. Wow. I'm I'm interested. So you say it's legal, but legal in what way? Legal if I'm approved, right? Yes. So it's a medical program. <laughs> you ain't approved, right? Don't get you approved. Let me make this caveat. The Q crew did not tell you, right, to go out and buy some green no. and that it was legal. It's no. legal. Medically. Medically legal, friend. Right. You need to have a card <laughs> issued. By your doc, well, signed off by your doctor, issued by the state. Come on, saying that you you can have it. And there's a lift to this shit now, y'all. I don't mean go out there and get an eight ball. Oh no! Oh no! Don't do that. Like, oh, this is this is for my glaucoma. So this is this is basically it's a medical program. Right. There are 41 conditions that you can have. They're all pretty serious. I mean, this the Illinois made it made it a very serious uh, state. They didn't want it want it to be, you know, my elbow hurts this that and the other. They wanted to prove that this was really a medical program. So they made it a little difficult. Um, however, not impossible. You have to go and uh, talk to your doctor, tell him that look, here is a list of conditions. I have this condition. All your doctor has to do. It used to be your doctor would have to say okay, I certify that medical cannabis will have a benefit for you. Now the rule changed, and all you have to do, all a doctor has to say is, I certify that you have this condition. And it makes it it's easier because then they don't have to put their reputation or what they think to be a, a misuse of that reputation on the line. All they have to say is, you have this condition. It's, it, it's very straightforward. They send that in. You come to mission. We'll help you fill out the rest of the application, no cost. Of course, um, we'll walk you through what you need. Uh, you got to take fingerprints, so that's something that we would we would have oh. on site. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start, and we can talk about this later a little bit. But the first Saturday of every month, we're gonna have at Mission an education, just a little education workshop where we'll talk about different things. Um, there are so many different things. So this next Saturday, it's gonna be male versus uh, male versus female plants. The differences on that. And then at the same time, wait, we'll wait, have... plants can be male and female. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. So, wait, are they gender not confirming forming plants? Oh, oh, oh. There could be hermaphroditic plants. Yeah. I mean, it's, no, it is no. fascinating. I wonder which plants I like. Oh my goodness. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> So let me clarify because I see that she should type in and said, "Can eight ball be weed?" I'm sorry, you're right. It cannot. An eight, you can't get eight ball in weed. Don't get the eight ball. Right, so, yeah. But then, which means right, which means there's something wrong. Uh, very normally, you know, half ounce, quarter ounce, you know, yeah, it comes like that. Yeah. So let me clarify. And we got a question here from someone too. Please post your questions. You got some game. Like this guy knows everything. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Uh, you got questions. Let's let's see what's going on. We got a question here. So but she said, So what is the fingerprinting for? So the fingerprint. Basically, what happens is you take your fingerprints and then they get sent to the FBI database that runs you for certain excluded felonies, so drug-related felonies, 
would exclude you from having this. Violent, violent offender felonies would exclude you, you from getting a card. Those are really the only two um, felonies. You can have other felonies, but just not those. Mm-hmm. So they run that. It gets sent back, and and then you you get the okay. Got it. Mm, got it. And that's required. That's something that in an ideal world we'd be able to via legislation remove. However, it is in place right now, and uh, it's required for everyone. I had to get mine uh, to work in the industry, and, and it's just part of the process. It's part of um, part of making sure that that the state thinks that you're uh, you're you're capable of smoking cannabis. It's outrageous. Don't even get me started. <laughs> we got a question here. Great. But why is the marijuana treated? Why is GMO medical marijuana looked upon of being medicinal? Yeah, so the, the, okay. cannabis, the cannabis that we, we create in Illinois is not, not genetically modified. Um, there are companies like Monsanto, big companies that are trying to corner that market. But as it stands mm-hmm. right now, you can't have, the, the, there's no pesticide use. In, in Illinois, and the parts per million for residual solvents. So basically, um, if you make a concentrate, there could be possible residual solvents like butane. Um, it's uh, eight parts per million. It's nothing. I mean, when you light a lighter, it's 800 parts per million. Mm. This is so much less than that. And so when you get cannabis from Illinois, you know for a fact that there's no pesticides. You know, for a fact that there's no fungus, that it's not sprayed with anything that it shouldn't be, mm. and that it's 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 as clean as it can be. There's no parts per million. It's natural. And that's the best part about it. This Illinois market, they set the law for this to be a standard, a gold standard of how it should be done in the industry nationwide. And so the rules are really rigorous. The conditions are specific. The testing is... Um, is above above board on all on all accounts, and so it's wow. it's great. It's it's you're getting a clean. It's medicine. pure. It's so pure. Oh it's natural. <clears throat> Man, I need a card. I need one of y'all to get a card. Okay. Um, let's card. see. We got another question here. But do the marijuana? But does the marijuana have seeds? Why have a seedless bud available and used as medicinal? So cannabis usually will not have a seed. If you're trying to create a, a bud that is the highest of potency, that is the, the best medicinally, you don't, you don't want seeds because seeds basically, if a plant is creating seeds, it's taking away energy from providing the resin, the THC, the, the medical benefit. Mm-hmm. And so that's, a, that's one of the things that we'll talk about, male versus female plants. Mm-hmm. Um, the males have create pollen, they have pollen sacs, and the females have stigmas uh, that are looking for the pollen. And so... What you want when you're growing cannabis is to have that separate. You don't want the male and the females to be in the same room because if it pollinates that female plant, she'll impregnate and she'll start producing seeds, which will take away from the yield of, of, of THC, of cannabinoids, of things that make it medicinal. Mind, wait, mine alone. This is the point where I should go like, mine alone. Whoa. Yeah, so I think, wow. In my past life, that I probably wow. had male and female cannabis in my past life because there were seeds. Oh, it was all over the street. Right. So we, we didn't have male and female in the past life. What? In my, you know, in my younger years yeah. uh, where they were, yeah. Seeds. Seeds. Wow. Yeah. No seeds. Mm-hmm. Wow. However, if you do find a seed in cannabis uh, that is from this medical program, uh, well, I don't want to say that you should take it and plant it because I'm not advocating that. But those <laughs> seeds, um, they're useful. They, they, they have value. Wow. I think we all should go on uh, Saturday um, and, and listen about the, the difference between the male and female plants. What did she say? Is it actually growing in Illinois or shift in as their separate license required to grow it? So there is a separate license required, but it is all grown in Illinois. If it were to come across state lines, that would make it federally illegal. Mm. So that's not a thing at all. You can't bring mm. any sort of cannabis from across state lines to here because that becomes a federal offense. Um, so it's all grown here. There are 21 cultivators, cultivation licenses, and 60 dispensaries, of which only 53 are open right now. And uh, the 20 the 20 create the cannabis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. That's way more than I thought. So there's... 60 approved, 
53 actual dispensaries in the whole state of Illinois, mm-hmm. and then there's 21 uh, cultivation, cultivation plants yeah. in Illinois. How many are in Chicago? So there are two in Chicago uh. um, in the city. Well, one is in Elk Grove Village. Uh. That's Illinois Grown Medicine. And then one is um, in Midway. And um, and then so there's only two cultivation centers in the city, but there are 13 licensed dispensaries, mm. of which we're the only one, guys, on the south side. I mean, no, the closest yeah, one yeah, is Yeah, you are. Absolutely.
unbelievable results in terms of the efficacy of, of using it that way. You know? Wow. I didn't yeah. realize it was being yeah. used the I mean, you can, way. I mean, it, it's the, the most interesting stat to me, one of the most interesting stats in terms of cannabis helping, um, especially with the opioid crisis, is in the states that have legalized medical cannabis, yeah. the year after, there is an average of a 25% decrease in opioid-related deaths. Hmm. You're I, mean, save, I mean, that's saving lives right there. If that was the only fact at all about cannabis, mm-hmm. that would be enough. You're saving lives. I don't yeah. I, even. I don't know too many people who do cannabis that would also do any other type of recreation. They either do one or the other. Well, the thing about it is, is the reason why those statistics are skewed is because if you're going to an illegal drug dealer, he is probably going to have more than just cannabis. Mm-hmm. And right. so that's where there's some sort of it's correlation doesn't equal causation. You know, it's causation doesn't equal correlation. It's that just because he has a bunch of other drugs there would Absolutely. increase the likelihood that you might purchase something else, right. which is what we're, when we're trying to do it legally and only offer you this medicine, we're not offering you bad stuff. We're offering you the meds, you know. Right, right. Like, this is it. This. this is it. This is all. Yeah. Right. In its purest form. In its purest form. Right. That, and it has different effects. So I think people also maybe not realize how many different kinds of cannabis you all actually have available that work and are meant to focus on different things. Absolutely. You know, there's right? a stigma that you smoke cannabis, you're just, you're stuck in the couch, you're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. There's cannabis out there that you can take, you can ingest, you can smoke, you can vaporize it, you can eat it, you can put it on as a patch, you can put it on as a gum, breath mint. That will make you want to go up and get up and clean your house. That will make you focused. That will make you creative. That will keep you on task. It is mm-hmm. so much more intense and the, the effects are so varied now that mm-hmm. you can get what you want, what you feel. I need to call my doctor right now. <laughs> You don't have to. 
You doesn't have to. Right, you can throat. digest it. You can take a pill. You can put a dropper under your tongue. Wow. Um, you can put it on your skin as a lotion. You know, you can stick a like an icy hot type patch. You can rub an icy hot balm on your body. Really? The opportunity. I mean, the the, it's, the the products are fast. I'm not even an athlete, but I'm a lot of my doctors wow. say that I am just so I can get that. But I mean, I'm still outdone with the cannabis on my coffee. I mean, I already know what the coffee does to me. <laughs> so you know, you have a a, a stimulant with the cannabis. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'll be on fire. Oh my God. Take you. Oh Jesus, Dunkin' Donuts to the bed. That's where it's gonna take her to the bed. Uh huh. Who Well, so probably build a whole nother house. On a more serious note of this whole war on drugs, what's come out of the war on drugs, is that we have legitimately millions of people in prison for something that is now being legalized state by state, slowly but surely across this country, right? So, you know, how how does this country actually rectify the fact that there are now people because of this war on drugs, because of Bill Clinton's three-strike rule, that are in prison for selling marijuana, using marijuana, small amounts of it for, in some states, enormous amounts of time. Oh, yeah. You know, so, Gabe, what is the situation around that? Like, what are some of the legal... Well, in an ideal actions? world, yeah. you know, you get you, your crime gets expunged and you get pulled out of prison. In a realistic world, yeah. we all know that a lot of these prisons are privatized mm. and the government is paying these private individuals to hold people in prison and these people become dollar signs, and it's going to be very hard to get them to let go, right? But that doesn't mean we should we should not we should not try. We have to try. Like I said before, it's a responsibility. It's my responsibility. It's our responsibility mm-hmm. to talk about this, and not only talk about it, but effectuate change. I mean, through legislation, through going to talking to your your legislators, to getting in their ear, so that when it comes up. For a vote in the future, they hopefully remember. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an uphill battle, but it's yeah. a battle that needs to be fought because there are people, thousands of people in prison right now yeah. that should not be imprisoned for a plan. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. Well, yeah. here would be one thing that the defense would probably say is that these people were probably incarcerated before it became legal because it became legal in 2014. So right. some people have been in jail prior to the legalization of marijuana. So at that time, it was no legal drug. So for them, that would be their defense, like, hey, Johnny was selling this before it became legal. So, you know, we might could shave some of his time, but however, it wasn't legal then. Or at least honor time served. Absolutely. Like, I think that that's, that's a justice issue, and I think that, you know, we need people who are passionate about the issue to sort of lead the civic engagement and, you know, really strive to be those lobbyists to their, you know, the legislators about how this needs to change. I think Chance the Rapper, you know, I think he came on TV, I think it was an award show yeah, where he, like, it put it all out there about the Grammy. I mean, he, he just said it like it was, and I think we need we need more people to do that. I think that there's this really huge misconception because of the war on drugs about marijuana and the use of Mary Jane. But at the end of the day, like, we all believe in, like, natural healing. We do. Right? We believe in, like, using plants, um, Eastern medicine. Lots of Absolutely. people of color believe in that. They, you got home remedies at home. Y'all mixing up all type of stuff to cure things colds. Things the grandmama said. Things grandma said. And it works. And I think that, you know, cannabis in its purest form is the same thing. There's nothing different about that. And I think that, you know, you got to change the message. Oh, yeah. I, think it, I think it is coming. We have taken strides, and I think it is going to happen. Same way with gay marriage, because, you know, folks were getting married, and it wasn't recognized, nor was it legal. Um, and people have been together for years, um, and they said that they were married, and it wasn't recognized, nor was it legal. So when it became and it passed and it became legal, that was the biggest accomplishment for the LGBTQA community. So to even have it legal in Illinois, I think we're taking those those conversations are being had. I think we are taking those steps to go there because this would not this this wouldn't have even been a topic of conversation twenty years ago. Ten twenty. 
Um, and marijuana and medical marijuana would has proven that it can be of assistance. And I think that in a state where we have a conservative ass governor, really conservative, mm-hmm. where this can pass in the state of Illinois, somebody has to wake up and be like, I guess maybe there is something to it. Right. Right. It's not just like a whole bunch of high people right. walking around right. being right. like, right. we want some high right. No, like there has to be some actually like substance to what people are talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Take control of your life, people. Yeah. I mean, read about it, look into it. Uh, yeah. Don't believe, you know, everything that, that you're told without question. I think that's a good, good rule to live by in yeah. any sort of, of environment. Uh, how long does it, you have to wait to actually get your license to operate, and then how much is the license? That's a question. For, for culti- to to have a, a grower cultivation, so those are caps. So there aren't any more that are going to be uh, distributed. Actually, yeah. it's not correct. There are some. There, so like I said, there were sixty dispensary mm-hmm. licenses. Yeah. There are fifty-three. Yeah, so there operate. are seven licenses that um, possibly may be up for grabs. That they might do uh, a re a resubmission for people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, I mean, the, I think the licensing fee for this, this dispensary, I know the cultivation license was twenty five grand for just to apply. Wow! Yeah. You're not getting that back. I think the dispensary though was five. Oh. Um, wow! And then if I wanted to get my, let's just say I have a, I got lupus. Right. And I want to get my medical marijuana card. How much does that cost? So there are three different options. For one year, it's two hundred dollars. For two years, it's two hundred dollars. For three years, it's two hundred and fifty dollars. I personally would recommend just doing the three year because then you don't actually have to continue mm-hmm. uh, to worry about it and pay the fees over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, you should you would submit that along with your application uh, to the state. And like I said, if you guys have any questions about um, how to apply, what you need to have, stop in, give us a call, check out our Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are Mission Illinois. Uh, oh, Facebook dropped. Hey. Oh, come on. We back. We back. I saw the numbers drop. I knew something was wrong. All right, y'all. We back. So, Gay saying, do three. Can you repeat that for the people? Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. we've got, uh, if you are interested in any sort of information, we've got a bunch of different ways to get a hold of us. As as Anna said, the online presence, we also have and Instagram. Both of those are Mission Illinois. Stop. Take a look. We're posting interesting articles. We've got um, a bunch of different things that's in the works. Same thing with Chicago Normal. Stop by their Facebook, Instagram. They'll give you information regarding legislation, things that are happening in the Illinois uh, cannabis community. And just stay informed. Stay in tune. This is something that's not going anywhere. And there's opportunity to, to to touch people's lives, to really affect them in a positive way. And to help yourself spiritually, financially, emotionally. There's, there's, it's all encompassing. It really is. It's a beautiful thing. And thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. No, thank this you. you. Thank you. You taught us a lot. I learned a lot tonight. We, we were educated. I am so interested in going to the uh, seminar on Saturday. Yeah, please stop by. And then how long does it, we're going to ask one more question. How long does it, you have to actually wait before you get like your card? That's right. So, the timing on that has slowly but surely continued to move up. So at first it was a month. Now it's, it, then it was 40 days. Now it's somewhere around 50 to 60 days. So there's some time that you have to wait. So my suggestion would put it in, get it in mm-hmm. as fast as you can um, because it's so worth it, guys. It's so worth it. It's it's a beautiful thing. Especially when you have these conditions. Yeah. Thank you so again for joining us, Illinois. Mind blowing conversation has been good. We didn't take one commercial break, no music tonight. We didn't need it. Uh, we didn't need it. We did. We had great conversation. Absolutely. So please share this question. video. Uh, I sorry if we got interrupted and Facebook got mad at us. I don't know. Uh, but thank y'all so much for staying tuned in. We're going to boost this because I think this is just a lot of really good information. Yeah. We're going to boost it. Y'all going to see it on your feed. Tune in. Share it. Let people know everything that Gabe's talking about tonight. Yeah. Stop by. Yeah. Uh, give us a ring. We got information. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. A lot of information and good stuff. So, uh, family, as you all know, we got the Purple Tie coming up. The Purple Tie Affair next week. We are one week out. This 
this year, uh, the money is going to a long walk home. And so they do prevention work and anti-violence, uh, rape prevention, sexual assault awareness with young uh, black and brown girls um, across the city of Chicago. And they've been doing it for 14 years. So the goal is to raise $1,000 at the very least for them on October the 5th at Sidetrack. we got some great raffle prizes, also silent auction pieces. we got Deborah from season three of The Voice. we got Toby Khalid. We've got Cleopocalypse. We got drinks from Remy. We got all good types of good stuff. Purple and Paris. Paris and purple? Paris. Paris and purple. They handling that. See, the radio wife knew. Uh, and so we want y'all to come out and support, all right? Go to e3radio.fm um, to get all of the information about the fourth annual Purple Tie Affair. And, yes, uh, being in purple is not mandatory, but it's strongly recommended. All right. <laughs> all right. We're done. We are. That it's been great. great. It's Anna Deshaun and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Thank you very much. We love y'all. Till Bye. next week. Take care. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.